listening to Everyday Engineering, the City of Madison's engineering podcast where we talk about infrastructure, complex topics explained simply. From the water that flows down your drain to the rain and snow that drains into the lakes. By way, the curbs and streets we design. City engineering touches your life in so many ways. Explained right now in Everyday Engineering. A new opportunity to create renewed connection with the beauty of our lakes and urban space. We're talking about the generational projects of John Nolan Drive reconstruction paired with an intense Lake Monona waterfront design challenge. My name is Hannah Molinitsky. I'm the City of Madison Engineering Division Public Information Officer. I lead communications for our division. Also your host today, joined here by Deputy City Engineer for Public Works and Private Development, Chris Petikowski, and from the Parks Division, our Landscape Architect and project manager for the design challenge, Mike Sturm. Thank you both for being here this morning. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yes, uh, two really big projects. There's a lot of buzz around it. Um, I think there's a lot of clarification, which I'm hopeful that this podcast episode will hopefully um, provide some support to anybody trying to be engaged in these processes. Um, before we get started and get into the details of these projects, um, can you both just briefly describe what you do for the city and how it plays into the role of these projects? And Chris, start us off. Sure. So I'm Chris Petikowski. I'm the assistant city engineer for the engineering division, the city of Madison. Uh, I am a uh, project manager for the John Nolan Drive Reconstruction Project, and that project essentially is rebuilding the roadway and bridges along the causeway uh, between North Shore Drive and Lakeside Street. And uh, as part of that project, we are coordinating with Mike and his master plan uh, challenge. Mike. Yeah. Great, thanks. Um, yes, I'm Mike Sturm with the City of Madison Parks Division, and I'm with the <clears throat> Planning and Development section, and I am the project manager for the Lake Monona Waterfront Design Challenge. Um, my role is to administer the design challenge and also work with the uh, Lake Monona Waterfront Ad Hoc Committee. The committee is the decision-making body for the design challenge, and um, we are happy to be here and answer your questions, Hannah. Yes. Um Let's kind of go to the latest, I guess, with both of them. Um, so I don't know, since you were just talking, Mike, what's the latest on the design challenge? Certainly. So we had um, uh, a wonderful event on January 26, where all three teams presented their master plan submissions. And we are in the public review and comment phase of the design challenge. So all three uh, master plan submissions are now available on the Parks Division website. This includes introductory videos by each team, also the recorded event from uh, January 26th, and then also the uh, summary reports and master plan boards and designs. So all this information is available on the project website, and we are running a, a concurrent um, online survey and we have a dedicated email for questions and comments on all three plans. So this is roughly an eight week public review and comment period uh, with the online survey closing on March 23rd. All of the information that we collect will be presented to the Lake Monona Waterfront Ad Hoc Committee for their consideration when they begin their plan evaluations in April. Okay, that's the latest with that. We'll have more questions. What's the latest with JND? So JND, we've been uh, performing the design for the past year and a half or so. We had one public information meeting last year where we got a lot of great input from the public about what they want to see with the project. 
And at this point, we are getting ready for our second PIM, which is going to be on February 23rd at 6.30 p.m., a virtual event. Uh, you can register on our website. We're going to be starting to show alternatives that uh, we want folks to weigh in on and, and let us know if uh, they like one versus the other or are, are want uh, you know, to see other things that, that we haven't even uh, taken a look at yet. There's so many things that go into one project, let alone two projects going at the same time. Um, what sort of things have you had to kind of grind through together? Like some things had to happen before other things. That is yeah. very difficult. Can you kind of walk us through that? Yeah. So, you know, we have a, a, a pretty firm construction date set. So, uh, uh, we are, uh, currently the project is, uh, being, uh, scheduled to be constructed in 2027. We are, working to try to advance that up to as early as 2025 potentially. So so we really need to, you know, kind of get our plan set, but at the same time take our time and see how the master plans uh, develop because there's an interface with the two projects. Uh, you know, at the edge of the street, there's a, there's a, a very popular multi-use path that we'd like to expand, but we want to see how also the, the master plans kind of envision that area as well. So... Uh, we've been kind of um, working very closely, mending our schedules together so that we can get towards that uh, uh, a point where both of our plans are kind of set and then I can start be, uh, putting together construction plans. You know, and it seems like as, as I go to Mike, like, you know, with reconstruction, it's very standard, I guess you would say. Um, there's not as much creativity with veering from the process of a reconstruction, even something as big as John Nolan Drive. Now, a design challenge and a master plan, those are two like totally different spaces where I think city teams are working creatively and have to just approach it different than obviously doing a reconstruction. So what is a master plan? How does that differ? Because we know reconstruction, we can just say, all right, we know we need to have public involvement. We know construction starts now. We know designs have to be submitted at this time. Talk us through that. Yeah, great question, Hannah. So um, I, I think it's important to, to recognize that the, the two projects are really focused on different levels of, of scale, essentially. So a master plan is really setting a long-term vision. Um, implementation of master plans are often measured in decades, where um, the John Nolan Drive reconstruction project is really a nuts and you know to the tenth of a foot uh, design that's necessary for construction. So, um, although the the master plan for the Lake Monona Waterfront will guide future uh, construction projects as far as uh, the type of amenities that we'd like to see, um, the improvements along the lake shore, um, the general and drive reconstruction is really um, much more detailed. So we're kind of uh, to Chris's point, as far as coordinating schedules and um, ensuring that both projects are informing one another, th there is also this difference of scale that's occurring. So I think it's important that people understand, again, that the master plan is a long-term vision. Um, it is not a, a construction project per se itself. It will inform future construction projects that will often be phased in. And as those future construction projects are um, phased in, they will have their own 
public engagement process again, and also a regulatory evaluation and budgetary process. And, the money. Correct. Unique right. to themselves, yeah. So yeah. I think it's important to um, recognize that distinction and that we are, we are, we are ensuring that um, nothing, nothing that's proposed for the John Nolan Drive reconstruction precludes something that's being proposed within a master plan. I think that's really the, the, the key point here is, is that we're not precluding anything that's being shown in the designs and we're closely coordinating that effort. Yes. And, you know, when we do reconstruction, we have that that means like when we start designing and we start truly designing and planning construction start dates, that's implying or saying to the public there's money budgeted there that's where we go and then you know then progress or people might see construction at some point right in our process but it is really important those are good points like to understand that once we get through the design challenge there's going to be a whole nother process before we can break ground to say to speak more more blatant like bluntly I should say um because I think a lot of people are looking at these videos and they're like ah you know what what is it gonna look like what are we gonna do this is this is what our future home is gonna be and everyone's really excited about it but we just everybody it's okay we will we will have something cool but um kind of got to slow our roll a little bit right excellent point Hannah thank you for bringing that up um that is true it, uh, it, it is exciting um and uh we're we're we have three really um, experienced and knowledgeable teams involved, and I think the the quality and the detail of the submissions really speaks uh, to that, to their expertise that they're bringing to the Lake Monona waterfront. But it's also with with the understanding that these are conceptual plans. Um, it's a very long, long process, and the the, the plans themselves do not constitute a construction project. That's, Say that one more time. The plans themselves do not. Con I can't. I don't even know if I can repeat it again. The, the plans that are being proposed are not approved, budgeted construction projects. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The, the the only thing that is budgeted for construction is the replacement of the bridges, the replacement of the roadway, and the replacement of that multi-use path. Okay. Just trying to help the cause here because I know everybody just really gets excited when they start seeing those mock-ups and especially when we've seen, you know, and, and we won't have to, we won't go into each of the, um, each of the companies. You'll have to go to the website and check it out yourself um, because we really want you to have everybody to have a fair shot at this and that's very important for us as a city. Can you speak to that a little bit, Mike, as well? Why we're not going into the detail? Yeah, certainly. I, th I think that, um, well, first, you know, all three teams are um, nationally recognized, if not internationally recognized teams as far as when, they, when it comes to their waterfront designs. So it's um, James Corner Field Operations and Sasaki and Agency Landscape and Planning. Those are the three teams that were selected by the Lake Monona Waterfront Ad Hoc Committee. Um, just a reminder, we received 14 submissions for this design challenge, which was really um, a robust number of submissions and the ad hoc committee had its work cut out for them uh, <laughs> yeah. in narrowing the field. And I, and I think we have, I think we certainly have identified the, the, the top three teams as, as displayed in the board to, in the information that's provided by, by the, uh, the groups. So, and I also want to mention that um, uh, the, the three teams that I, that I just listed 
are, are composed of multidisciplinary teams. So they have subconsultants that are also involved that are also local representation. So these are, these are very multifaceted teams. Um, and it's, um, it's, it's been very exciting to have them involved and see what they've prepared. So, uh, and, and with that, I think that, you know, as the parks division, as we're administering the design challenge, it's important that we, we remain, the, you know, the, the neutral party. It's really the Lake Monona Waterfront Ad Hoc Committee is who's going to be evaluating and making the selection for the preferred plan. If I can add to that please, a little bit. Yeah, please, certainly. Yes, yes. So, because... I will what, get any information I can because we just want to be, we want to be neutral, but what can we talk about? This is good. Sure, certainly. So, I think that... Um, it's, it's important to, to recognize that the, the plans that were submitted and that are now available are, are, will not, it's, it's, there will likely be some adjustments, some re refinement and revision because what the, the, the task for the, uh, Lake Monona Waterfront Ad, Ad, Ad Hoc Committee, pardon me, it's kind of a long name. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It's gotta be that, an acronym in there I somewhere. know, <laughs> I know. I, I've been trying to work it out and yeah. I haven't found it quite yet. So, um, they're going to select a preferred plan. The city's going to issue another contract for that selected team okay. for refinement based on ad hoc committee recommendations. Okay. And their recommendations are going to be informed by the public input that we're gathering during the same period. So that plan will be refined, um, you know, after the, the selection process or evaluation selection process in April. And then there'll be a couple, you know, three to four months of refinement. And then it'll be introduced to the Common Council for consideration. So once it's introduced to the council, it goes through a whole other group of committees and they all get to weigh in on it as well. So, and a lot, a lot more opportunity for the public to weigh in as well. It, it, yeah, correct. At each, you know, at each committee review, each when it's referred to a particular committee, the transportation committee, you know, they are they are public forum committees, and individuals can come and speak and share their thoughts on on the plan that's been selected and, and is moving forward in the process. I I have some questions about J and D, but I have one more question for you, Mike. Right now is. Ad hoc. We keep saying ad hoc. Who is the ad hoc ad hoc committee? Who's selecting this? Yep, certainly. So it's it's comprised of thirteen members that were um, uh, confirmed through the common council process. Uh, so the, the 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 mayor's team made recommendations, and then they were confirmed through the. So it's an official city committee, um, and they meet on a regular basis. Uh, they have really they've had a very um, aggressive schedule, and I want to just. Send a little shout out to all the committee members because they have been really um, hitting their marks. So it's 13 members, and uh, off the question is what what does ad hoc mean? And ad hoc simply means that it's it's there's a set determined time frame when the committee is dissolved. Um, so this is not um, an ongoing committee, you know, in perpetuity with the city. So um, and then their backgrounds. I mean, are they just r random? Are they? Like professionals in specific fields, I guess I don't know. Yes, yeah, all all of the all of the above. Okay. Um, because essentially we had an open call for applicants for committee positions, and um, so we we compiled that information, shared it with the mayor's team. They went through, and and you know the important thing was that we had a broad representation of of members on the committee. And um, we have a landscape architect and an engineer, but we also have community representatives. And um, it's, it's really a, a great spread of perspectives mm -hmm. uh, that, the, that the committee has. And I, I think it's really, gonna, it's really adding value to the overall process. Yes. And I mean, these groups are obviously there's an overarching theme um, that there's a disconnect between nature and our city. And I feel like that's safe to say. And 
all three groups, it sounds like they're trying to make that connection somehow. And I think I think any Madisonian is trying to do that too because everyone's walking and riding and driving and everyone wants to be there, but it may not be quite as good working the way that it, we want it to, or it could. Yep, excellent point. I think all three teams have really demonstrated how they're trying to address that, that to, to, to um, sort of build upon our connection with the lake and enhance that and ensure that we're, we're taking in uh, taking into account the environmental considerations as far as um, water ecology and water quality and how can we improve these conditions along the shoreline. So I think that all three teams have demonstrated different ways of doing it, different approaches, and I think that's where sort of the, the nuance comes in and where the ad hoc committee has their work cut out for them. Yes. Um, and uh, again, uh, all three designs are exciting. We're, we, we think that they really are responding to the gutting principles for the design challenge. Yes. And um, we encourage people to visit the, the Parks Divisions Project website. And I should mention, the boards are also available at our central office at yes. 3, 330 East Lakeside Street. So if you want to stop in person. If you want to stop in person, the boards are in display in our, in our boardroom that has a beautiful view of Lake Monona. Come on in during... Um, uh, regular office hours, uh, 8 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. The boards are available. Come in, browse. Um, if you have questions, sometimes if I'm in the office, I'm happy to come up and answer questions for you. The way that we're trying to approach this is obviously trying to connect, right? Trying to connect. But when we're reconstructing, we're also, we're not just thinking, okay, we got to build a road, right? Or we got to fix the bridge or we got to work through those structural things. I mean, what are we doing when it comes to shoreline and what are we considering, I guess, when it comes to the shoreline and working with the lake? So as far as the construction project goes, I would yeah. say, yeah. Because yeah. I think so that's a real interface. I think where we got to work together with yeah. the master plan because, um, the shoreline is, uh, in need of repair. The riprap is, uh, is, is failing in some locations. So um, we we will need to evaluate, you know, what's the, the uh, uh, you know, the I guess a middle ground solution, right? You know, we have a project uh, scheduled here in the next few years. We're going to construct something there that will need to protect the shoreline and protect our infrastructure as far as the path and the road. But uh, if, 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 um, there's a, a different plan than just a, a riprap shoreline, then we don't want to spend a lot of money uh, on the riprap, right? We'll, 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 so that's kind of do, to be determined. <laughs> that's going to make you a little uneasy. I mean, it's like you're every, which is the beauty of working together, but it's hard. It's hard to design when you have to wait or you have to, you know, work with other people. I mean, it is hard. It's hard when you just want to make the design, you know, but, there's so much opportunity here, of course, which both teams are are very well aware of. Um, I, I also, you know, f to keep in mind, I mean, the way that the causeway was created is in like in its history is quite impressive in itself. Like the thought of that was so out there at the time, too, right? Right. Yeah, that was uh, like, how quite did that an achievement. Happen? Or 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 remind everybody with well, it, it was uh, you know essentially Lake Phil that was uh placed on the on the lake bed and let let the the earth settle and 
put more fill on it, let it settle, put more fill on it, let it settle. And even the, uh, it's still settling today. We've, we're, we've been monitoring the, uh, the movement of the, of the bridges and the causeway, uh, over the last, uh, 40 years. And, and, and it's, it's, it's started to, uh, uh, you know, kind of get its final resting place. It's not, it's not settling as much <laughs> as it used to. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that was so, whew, what? We're going to what? And now, you know, you see these new designs that are being proposed and we're, we're taking it even further and more futuristic and, and in those ways, um, thinking ahead, I should just say. Um, anything else you want to mention? We're out of time. Any last words about these projects? I guess what needs to get done before we can move forward in engineering as far as design? Because you are going to have some parameters that you're going to have to to keep open, right, in the design process, Chris, before sure. construction is. Yeah, we're what we really want to focus on is kind of some of our our in the next month with this PIM and the, and the public engagement that'll that'll carry on after is kind of really define our our you know exactly how wide the road's going to be, exactly how wide the path's going to be. What kind of intersection are we going to have at North Shore to, to try to improve safety and get people crossing there and getting to the lake shore uh, safely? Mm -hmm. So we want to kind of finalize those details in the next few months um, so that uh, you know we can we can kind of carry on with our design plans and then and then the other stuff uh, that where we kind of overlap will will kind of slow roll that a little bit and see how the master plan process takes out and or. or works out and and try to implement those kind of border areas a little bit later. Mike? I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> that, was, that was great. That yeah, was great. there's some deadlines that are going to fall naturally and we just we have to be patient with each other and we have to be patient with the process and so does the public. So um, thank you both for being here. Thank you for shedding light and, and kind of breathing some air into um, and maybe some time for us to kind of wrap our minds around some of these ideas floating. So um, as you all know, as if you're listening to this, there is a process and we're going to follow it and you're going to be included every step of the way. So um, thank you both. If you want to check out any of the design options, you want to stay up to date on the reconstruction from John Nolan Drive, you want to look at the design contest, again, Check out the City of Madison engineering website, also the City of Madison Parks Division website. You just put it in the good old Google and you'll find it. Um, thank you, thank you for listening. And as always, we're here for you as a resource right here in engineering. <laughs>